New jingle, new voices. Welcome to this special guest season of Retrain Your Brain with me, chartered psychologist Dr. Audrey Tang. In this season, I am privileged to speak to so many well-being guest experts to learn all about their field and to give you loads of practical tips and tools to live your best life. My next guest is Fern Overton of Affinity Daycare, which is a facility for adults, and she is someone who firmly believes you are never too old for anything. Affinity is a wonderful service which provides activities, entertainment, a nutritious meal, and a network for the senior members of our community. Welcome to the Lounge Fern. Hello. Thank you so much for joining me. And I would love to know more about Affinity. Started Affinity on the back of uh, the pandemic. I've always worked with older people. So I knew over the age of 55 were the first people told to stay in and probably the last people that were allowed out during the pandemic. With nearly 15 years experience, I knew firsthand how social interaction and being around people benefits older people as much as you know all the physical care that they need as well and humans need human contact so it was always important for me to do something that brought people together in a safe safe manner and and yeah here we are 14 months later going strong and we're in Dustin we've got um a large group of people anybody over the age of 55 um, that just want to join us for care friendship and fun and then with the growing demand of older people and uh, people living longer and diagnosis of dementia we've also got a specialized dementia unit as well which is exactly the same but in a smaller environment with a bit more staff more one-to-one interactions I think it's wonderful because as you were talking about how older people need more than just the physical care. I think that's really true. And I think that's something we overlook because we do think, oh, well, there's a carer coming in for mum or there's a cleaner that comes in once a week. It's not the same thing. You are providing interaction. You are providing attention and treating people as people. We're talking about living, not just surviving, aren't we? And we very much want to celebrate later life it's it's a it is about living and it's about a holistic approach there's so much more that people need god love the care agencies they're there they they do a wonderful job but they're very time constrained you don't have that necessary personal time just to sit and have a cup of tea with somebody and that that is equally as important as the care aspect and and stimulation as well I know I wouldn't want to sit and wait for someone just to pop in for an hour four times a day I'd be bored in between and 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 I'm all right I'm I've got a child I've got a house to run I can potter around but actually, when you don't have the confidence or if you haven't been out for two years um, and you've not as mobile, you can't get in the garden yourself and things. It's it's all of those facilities that they need as well. That's really important to know that somebody somebody's going to have our back when we get yeah. to that age or that stage in life. Definitely. Now is the time to to stand up and shout for older people even more so after the last two years and and you know it's it's the whole 
social economics of things as well as older people are living longer their children are living longer they need to work longer and it's not how it probably was years ago where people stayed at home and looked after children everybody needs to work these days and they keep putting the retirement age up and actually if you're 68 and you're still needing to work your parents are potentially 80 plus and and that in itself people don't have the time and it's about taking some more responsibility back as a society to look after this generation. I love your holistic approach. I love the fact this is not just respite. I love the fact it's not just almost, oh, let's just place people in a room. You're you're doing a lot of stuff with people. You're taking yeah. them out. You're doing new things. You're introducing new cultures, new ideas. And it's a really great place for people to talk. Have you had any particularly memorable experiences? There's so many in in <laughs> such a relatively short space of time. You know, 14 months isn't isn't a long time, really. And we see a lot of people come in. Sadly, we we've lost a lot of clients as well in, in those 14 months. And just every single day, they amaze me with what we ask them to do, what we ask them they might like to do. We have people in their 80s and 90s that go for a walk to the park with us and take themselves down the slide. They go on the seesaws. There's a, there's a wheelchair accessible roundabout where we are in, in Dustin Parish and they've got a fantastic park that the parish have provided and they've got exercise equipment there like a row machine, a weightlifting machine. They're on it. They're doing it, you know. And again, it's about providing that opportunity for them to, to live that part of their life again. There's one gentleman in particular, I'll always tell his story because it, it it's fantastic. You know, when my colleague and Ali went, I to, and I went to meet his daughter to do his assessment. The gentleman was pretty much bed bound, you know, he, and sadly he'd lost his wife through COVID. Mm. Um, and, you know, he really had given up. The daughter had said he's he needs something to live for now. Um, so we started them off. We said, right, let's just try a morning. We're really, really flexible. Um, let's just bring him in for the morning, see how he goes. We can take him back after he's had some lunch. Well, that first day, he he was well enough to stay for the whole day, which in itself was brilliant. You know, he'd not been out of bed longer than a couple of hours. So to do a whole five, five hours with us and the journey in and the journey back, yeah. um, you know, wheelchair, really poor mobility. That gentleman now has been with us for just over a year and he is, I'd say, as mobile as anyone now. He comes five days a week. He comes he comes in. He's waiting by the door for the driver now when he's picked up. And he really has got something else to live for now. And there's so many incredible stories. We've got a lady that's 101 that's just wow. fantastic. We had her party last Wednesday and she was up and dancing with all of her friends in the club and yeah, there's just so many fantastic people that we look after and provide the service for. They just amaze me every day. <laughs> this is really, really wonderful. But there is a very serious side, of course. You're, you're so passionate about, about your work. But I also read in the Cron, um, who, who did a lovely article, the headline was, old people will not be forgotten. And I know this is something that is so important to you. Do you think that this is an area of society that we're kind of overlooking a little bit I think we are and I think the last two years have, have shown it highlighted it more than ever mm. obviously coronavirus we didn't know what it was all about at the beginning and you can't blame any political party or anything for for how everything panned out because nobody knew you couldn't write this nobody had lived through this before but 
you know, I really, really saw the impact on older people and and that's not necessarily a negative thing. There were so many willing people out there that volunteered, that really took it on board. You know, older people, they're the first ones that have been told to stay in. You know, God, they're going to be lonely. And, you know, in my previous role, me and my team, we were getting, we were reaching about 5,000 people a week, either with meals, shopping, telephone calls, doorstep visits. So the, the need was there and people were fantastic. But then that was it. You know, furlough ended. People started going back to work. They didn't have that time to volunteer. And then all of a sudden, everything's gone back to normal for everybody else. Relatively, you know, they're either working from home now or, you know, they're back in the office one day a week. And that massive gap that was filled was then empty again. And and then there was nobody really that sort of took charge and said actually now is the time to do something different we've we've sort of got this society that understands old people need a lot more but we just went back to how it was and and nobody's really shook anything up and you know national insurance is going up for social care and blah 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 but by the time that actually reaches the people that need it Mm. we're realistically going to be a couple of years down the line aren't we and Mm. there's still nothing in between nothing would have happened in between it's it's interesting because I was speaking to another charity that supports cancer patients and I asked them um do they also do this for children and they said no but they have learned a lot from the children's wards because what they noticed was that when they went to the children's wards, there's so much stuff provided. There's so much entertainment. There's so much support and money and care and, and work and effort put in there. But for adults, there was nothing. This is where I think it's kind of accepted as you get older, you get poorly, whether you've got dementia or whether you get cancer or MS or ME or Parkinson's, you know, these, these things happen now. And, and, you know, that's, that's just it where it shouldn't be it it shouldn't be it none of these things should really be life limiting they might reduce life expectancy but they should not be life limiting there should be facilities out there and really you know with our specialized dementia unit as well we cater for people that are moderate to later stages in their journey so living with quite advanced stages alzheimer's or dementia Mm. And the main thread I get from families is how thankful they are that they have options. Because when you get to a certain point on your journey of of Alzheimer's, it's either be at home where your spouse or carers can manage or it's full-time care. And actually services like us and all the other fantastic services out there that work in day opportunities, we provide options. And they're so the options are so limited these days. And I think... We're now coming around to the fact that actually those there should be more options and yes. you should have the choice. It's still your life. Yes. It's still your life. You still have you can still choose what you want to do. When clients come to you, do, do they self-refer? Can they get a referral? How does it work? So uh, well, yeah, all over, you know, we 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 do our own marketing and stuff. Um, we have some really good GP alliances that refer into us, which again, you know, five, five, six years ago, that would never have happened. You know, GPs were sort of the gatekeepers to the people that would have needed it. And, the, you know, the GP alliances have, have really done a lot of work on how they practice. And, you know, and, and 
in all honesty, my grandma was one of those people, you know, would call the doctor for probably anything. For that generation, the doctor is the go-to. Mm. And actually, I think they realised that, you know, Mary across the road was getting an appointment once a week. And it's probably more loneliness than actually yeah. needing a doctor. With the social prescribing link workers and all, all of the other sort of things that they've put in place, there really is now an emphasis on referring back into social care so we get a lot of referrals from some GP licenses that are really good to us Berrywood Hospital as well because of their um, older people dementia unit there their memory cafe they refer into us there's sort of statutory bodies as well like county council referring to us um, a lot of people are self-referral we get some referrals from other institutions like age uk northamptonshire carers so you know there, there is a lot of partnership working and it is fantastic but there's always room for improvement <laughs> of, of course of course what's great about what you do your service is you provide transport and things like that as well so um what are the costs like for people is it is it self-funded or do they get grants or anything to help? so it's it's just one fee we've got one fee for everybody there is a differential fee obviously if they need the specialized dementia unit then there is a higher cost to that just because it's a smaller unit and I have more staff I'm very person-centered in our approach so rather than staff into ratios we staff to dependencies and obviously in a specialized dementia unit they are more dependent on us so there always will be more staff mm. in there than than our sort of big room but we don't charge for transport because I think when you get to 80 or 90 you probably can't be driving anymore and how are you going to access our service otherwise you know so as a company we cover the cost of transport it's not reflected in client fees at all because it's I see it as a it's essential rather than a luxury it's a necessity to have transport to access these services so transport is completely taken out of the equation and your fee you pay literally covers our outgoings and your food and then whatever's left after that we spend on lovely things like going to the farm or going strawberry picking having entertainment in once a week all the nice things really yes 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 and I've spoken to so many people about the benefits of volunteering, of contributing. How can we support your cause? Well, you know, just just help us keep fighting the good fight, really. You know, we never say no to volunteers. It's always lovely to have uh, people that maybe work part time can give us a morning or an afternoon. We give our volunteers their lunch every day. We pay for them to have lunch with us as well, because I think they give us their time for free. It's the least we can do is I pay the caterer for their meal every day. Um, But some people just come in for the morning if they have grandkids to pick up or or we have young people that want to come you know maybe they don't have grandparents themselves so we never say no to volunteers anybody that's got a craft or anything that wants to just come in and have a little activity group with them and yeah just just help us keep our name out there so people know we are also an option you know as a as a relatively young small business that's a full-time job is you know networking linking with people making sure people know who you are where you are how to refer into you um, and just help us grow our community you know our affinity family as we like to call it 
is is massive and we just want to keep growing it and that's not just the clients that attend but that's you know our staff and our staff's family you know our the grandkids and my daughter comes in and the clients love it and families bring their young fam- like their young children in in the families and we work with the nursery next door and we're very much intergenerational as well because that's just as important and yeah anybody out there that wants to bring kids dogs you know anything in you know we're always welcoming new people into our family (laughs) oh I I do think that is just so fabulous and it is just such a wonderful vibe and energy when you go in there as well it's it's really lovely it's amazing you know considering when we opened uh, there was just three of us my colleagues David and Ali and we'd worked together before so we sort of we sort of knew how each other worked and on our first day I think we had six clients and um we we could only open three days a week because we didn't have enough clients to open the other two and yeah like like I said 14 months down the line we have 25 clients a day in our main room and then 10 clients a day in our dementia room um I've got a team of 12 staff you know six volunteers I've got a third minibus on the way so yeah it's just grown phenomenally and we just want to keep growing it yeah oh that's that's fantastic so what do you think we need to do or what do you think we need to remind ourselves of when it comes to supporting our older loved ones well there's so much really but the main thing I would say is remember who you are first remember who you are and what you enjoy and you know I always speak to like I say to my daughter now like I'm 33 god I still feel like an 18 year old I don't think that changes when you get older so remember who you are and what you enjoy doing and how you would be expected to be spoken to and what sort of things you would be expecting to enjoy and just just go with that because you don't you don't change your personality as you get older. If anything, it's your body that lets you down a little bit more. Yes. But at 80, I want to be able to have access to swings and slides and go on a roundabout or, you know, go and feed reindeer at the Christmas tree farm and, you know, have have a singer come in so I can get up and dance with my friends. And, you know, I think it will look very different to what we do now to, to when I'm 80, but I still want to have those opportunities. Yeah. So I think the most important thing, if you ever want to do anything with older people, either volunteer your time or work with them, is just remember who you are and the things that bring you joy and it's not going to be any different for the older people you're looking after I love that absolutely love that what are your links so we can get hold of you so we are on Facebook uh, Affinity Daycare CIC and we I update that every day you know all of the silliness we do um, all of the important things we do as well you know it's a really good information Facebook um, you can see all the lovely photos of what our clients get up to uh, we've also got a website nice and easy www.affinitydaycare.co.uk or just give me a ring you know I always answer the phone unless you know I'm serving dinner or something important but if I don't answer leave me a message and I always always get back to people and that is 01604 372 744 and I'd love to just hear from you you know let's just have a chat (laughs) that's amazing thank you so much Fern no you're very welcome thank you 
And that's all we have time for. But if you'd like to find out more, do go to my website, which is www.draudreyt.com and check out my articles, which give you practical tools to live your best life. Or you can go to my YouTube channel, which is Dr. Audrey Tang, Tools to Thrive.